It's EV News briefly for Tuesday 17th of January. Everything EV in less than five minutes, if you haven't got time for the full show. The Jeep Avenger has won the European Car of the Year. 59 motoring journalists from 23 different countries had to vote on the best car of the last 12 months. And even though you can't actually own the Jeep Avenger... They've given it the number one spot. Now, I would have gone for a car like the Volkswagen ID Buzz, a vehicle that is out and is on the road and driving around, a vehicle that VW didn't need to make. They could have made more bland boxes and SUVs and made more money, but they went out on a limb and they actually got a van and a uh, a passenger version of the ID Buzz on the market. It's a brilliant vehicle. The Nissan Aria is the big, big next step for Nissan. It's a great vehicle, but all these judges said the Jeep Avenger was the best car of the last year, which isn't even on sale. So there you go. Um, it, it's all open, and it's not like it hasn't been bought by Stellantis, as far as I know. You have to bribe all of the judges. So as far as I know, it's one of those pucker awards, as uh, you know, so to speak. As in, it all looks legit. I'm really surprised. I need to give the Jeep Avenger a second look. The Volvo EX30 the debut is coming June 15th. It's going to be the baby version of the XC40 made in China on the parent company, Geely's platform, the SEA platform, saving costs, all that kind of stuff. So uh, that'll come. So, uh, but the subscription model will be interesting. If younger buyers want to get that baby Volvo, then could be a way rather than buying it, subscribing to it. A rear-wheel drive version of the XC40 and the C40 is now here. Two new rear-wheel drive versions, actually. And so, adding up to 60 kilometres of more range. One of the downsides of those Volvos was fabulous vehicles, but a little less efficient than the competition. That's been fixed uh, with Volvo-designed motors. 200-kilowatt DC fast-charging peak now. That's amazing uh, for the new 2023 versions of the XC40 and the C40 with lots of lovely more range. What car say that the MG4 generates more leads than anybody else through their car-buying service? The MG4 alone is... uh, propelling MG up the charts of car makers here in the UK from 1% three years ago to over 3 or 3.2% now and that's ahead of Citroen and Skoda and Renault. MG is bigger and it's already thanks to, at the minute, the MG4. Now, Audi at their factories in Germany have added 72 more chargers, uh, nearly all of them apart from 20 or so are 11 kilowatt chargers for the staff to charge on all day long but they've added some DC fast chargers in their new charging cubes now these can charge your car up to 300 kilowatts they have onboard battery storage from used Audis and yet they've only got a 70 kilowatt grid connection so you can have that medium voltage supply line and transformers trickle charge the batteries overnight or whenever their car's not plugged into them and yet still have really fast charging. I think onboard battery storage is so going to be the future in so many places with chargers because you can have a nice small grid connection which is a huge part of the cost of the DC fast charging and use those batteries as a, uh, as, a as a buffer. Moving on, the BYD Seagull has been exposed because of a regulatory filing in China, starting at almost $9,000 equivalent. Yes, it's a smaller five-door hatchback with a BYD LFP battery, but that is another very cheap Chinese EV, only sold in China. 
Next, the Citroën boss, Vincent Cobay, says that the world of SUVs is coming to an end. Not that he has any data to prove that, but he says with EVs, like, why do we have to make SUVs? Why can't we have aerodynamically better sedans and uh, saloons, estates and things? Well, let's hope he might be right. And that's Briefly.